Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome to this special Emmy-themed edition of the TV Line podcast. I'm senior editor Dave Nemitz. All this month, we're sitting down with a handful of our dream Emmy contenders, actors and producers we believe deserve to be recognized at this year's Emmy Awards. Included in that list is my current guest, William Jackson Harper. He just finished up his third season as ethics professor Cheedy on NBC's The Good Place. Now, before we get to The Good Place, I kind of want to go back a little bit to before you were cast on the show, because mm-hmm. uh, I read that before you landed the role of Chidi, you actually considered quitting acting altogether. Is that right? Yeah. Well, <laughs> well wow. yeah. Um, you know, it's uh, I mean, it's a slog, you know, yeah. it's like when <laughs> it's you're a tough business. Yeah. When you're when you're, you know, sort of not I won't say starting out, but just, you know, kind of being that regular journeyman, you know, day player just doing, you know all the gigs that you can get whenever you can get them it gets uh it gets exhausting yeah and um yeah and i was i was i guess i just really wanted some stability you know or something resembling that yeah and uh and so i was like i I can probably leave this behind for a little while you know (laughs) um yeah but now you found some stability for sure stability (laughs) which is nice you know it's nice to not be on stage like going through my checkbook in my in my head like, like will i make it to next week like will i make it will will next month happen you know it's um, good you know that next month's gonna happen yeah for sure um now when you originally auditioned um for chidi how much did they actually tell you about the show because i know it was sort of all under wraps right yeah nothing they, yeah nothing about the show like we um we got the breakdown for the characters that we were going to be reading for but they were sort of approximations of the actual characters. So we, we still yeah. had no idea what the premise was. Um, you know, I was reading for a guy named Chris who works for the Innocence Projects, Innocence oh. Project, yeah, and then winds up um, somehow meeting a woman at this convention who's not supposed to be there. Oh. And that's sort of, that, that was, <laughs> and I was like, oh, Okay, so so they made um, up something that's totally separate from the show, yeah, yeah, just to yeah. like a, like a fake script. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that it sort of approximates sort of what we we're going to be playing. Yeah, but then when they told me the whole thing, I was like, "Oh, that's not Chris." Like that's, <laughs> that's like that's I wasn't ready for that. I was ready to play Chris. I was ready to play Chris. <laughs> now the show has taken so many twists and turns over the seasons and kind of reinvented itself so many times. Yeah. When you read a script, sometimes are you like, so are you as surprised as we are when you hear all these twists and turns? Yeah. 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 I mean, you know, the first season we had no idea what the twist was going to be. But, you know, the, you know, second, third and now the fourth, we've uh, we've had meetings where, you know, Mike Scher is like sort of laid out the plan for the entire season for us. But it's still never... It, it's it, it still never does it justice like you know the the, the outline that he gives us is we you know like we're ooing and awing as he's you know talking us through the the overall arc and then these episodes happen and it's uh, i mean it, it's just so many more unexpected odd things have worked their way into the script and yeah. it, you know we can't wait to see exactly at what point will this thing that we know is a major moment 
you know, we don't know exactly where that is. And so it's, we're sort of strung along the same way I think audiences. Yeah. Um, except we know where we're headed, kind of. Yeah. Do you ever mm -hmm. try to guess where you're going and uh, where the show is going? And are you completely wrong or? Uh, <laughs> I mean, yeah, of course. I mean, of course. I mean, especially the first season, you know, I was like, well, you know, there's got to be something about, you know, this place that that is not what we think or something, you know, but I was like, I never would have guessed that we were actually in the bad place, you know, it, it yeah. was, um, and so, yeah, I mean, the show is like constantly surprising me in that way, but it's, it's, I, I feel like, you know, now we're sort of on this really interesting narrative train that sort of, um, you know, it's always surprising, but it also feels in a lot of ways, a little bit inevitable, uh, yeah. which I think is like sort of that real sweet spot where you're ahead of the audience. Um, just 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 enough but then like you're also you know the audience knows things about the characters that you know we the actual you know we the characters don't know yeah and that's um and so that's a way in which i think it's sort of like it, it it stays it just does a good job of like staying ahead of the audience but also giving the audience something to feel proud of that yeah. if they've been paying attention you know yeah it's like we don't really know what's going to happen but when it does happen it makes sense it makes like, we're prepared sense. for it yeah, yeah. um yeah. So we're talking about season three here. And when I think of a standout episode, of course, my mind goes to Chidi's meltdown. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> his brain is broken and he goes into this like nihilistic spiral. Uh, it's a much different Chidi than we've seen before on the show. Yeah. Uh, so as an actor, was it fun for you to sort of play a Chidi that had nothing left to lose? Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. I mean, uh, because I've definitely been that guy <laughs> where you're just like, you know what? You know, screw it all. <laughs> Nothing matters. Um, you know, I've, I've definitely been that dude. You can and relate. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I feel like, honestly, I feel like Nihilus Cheese probably like a little bit more like, you know, pretty good place will. You know, it's yeah. just like, that's sort of, that's, so it, it was, yeah, it was, it was, you know, yeah, but it was like just so much fun to play that. And because I feel like that also, there's a, there's a, a sort of, uh, randomness and non sequitur sort of vibe that that sort of runs through that episode especially with my character that i think is something that um i really connect to as, as yeah. an actor and as someone who like tries to play comedy it's like what's the weirdest thing that you can do and try to do that first and then <laughs> you know bring yourself back if you just can't get anything that's worth reel it, it back in yeah <laughs> Um, now there was a big fan response to when Chi took his shirt off Yeah, and were you surprised by the reaction? I think I read that you said you were going for a neutral body. I like, was, all yeah. my plan is that a neutral body. That's, yeah, that was what I was going for. Because I mean, you know, I like, honestly, like to me, sometimes I, you know, I don't know, I've been, I've been a self-conscious guy. I mean, I grew up, I grew up a little, you know, a little overweight and, and people yeah. always made fun of me when I took my shirt off. And so it's like that, you carry that with you into yeah. your late thirties and forties yeah. and, you know, like those feelings still get hurt. And so the last thing I wanted was in the age of, you know, social media where people just like, you know, just post their reactions to things all over the place. The last thing I wanted is a bunch of strangers talking all the smack you know and just telling me to like just go back to where i came from so um, so you're gonna be ready yeah yeah i was like i, I you know and so i, I mean I, I work out you know but i've always been to do the kind of works out especially as i got older and you know found out ways that actually that so it mattered you know um but uh yeah like that 
you know, it, it was, uh, there was like a sort of a special sort of like very specific clean eating, very rigid workout that I had to, had to put myself through in order to like feel yeah. like I was going to be, you know, ju- just, just not noticed. For, yeah. You know, I just wanted to, I just wanted featureless and, and smooth and just well, you no got lumps. noticed. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I know. It was, you know, which is great. But I, I was just thinking like, how can I, how can I whip this body into <laughs> basically just like, you know, like a Ken doll, just like just featureless <laughs> and nothing else. And no one notices anything. How much time did you have? How much notice did they give you before uh, you were filming that? They mentioned it in like the, the uh, sometime in the first week of shooting, they mentioned okay. it to us. And then I was thinking like, oh man, they ain't going to do that to me. <laughs> you know, there's no way they're going to, you know, nah, that's, that'll change. That'll change. And <laughs> then like two weeks before we started shooting, I saw that, that, that that moment was still there and I was like okay all right cool cool it's happening time you know, to get serious time to get serious about it so yeah it was yeah it was about two weeks when it was like oh okay no this is this is actually happening you know <laughs> and did you actually have to taste the marshmallow peep chili yeah and what does that taste like trash <laughs> it's you know, a bad I mean, combo yeah I mean look actually it, the first time you have it you're just like you it's well because because it's a truly atrocious combination you know it's in your body knows that um <laughs> your, your body's first reaction is just like absolutely not this is trash <laughs> don't do this to yourself and then you know you get like three or four scoops in you and you're somehow just like uh i don't know I you guess. get accustomed to it <laughs> i'm not even it, uh, it's, it's more than a custom you really start to you know believe in it you know like you really start to like kind of like the taste of it and, yeah, it's, it's an like, acquired taste yeah but like, you acquired it's, it it's stockholm syndrome you know you're just like you know you just it's like oh i no i, I agree with this, I think this is, yeah. it's actually a decent Marshmallow idea and some chili and that peanut m&ms is great <laughs> nothing matters anyway so yeah. why not uh, now i know actors pick um a specific episode to submit for Emmys. So is that your Emmy episode? Did you choose that? Or do you even, have you even gotten into that yet? I haven't gotten into it yet. Yeah. I, uh, I, it's, uh, this is sort of, this is sort of a new thing for me, this, <laughs> this part of it. And so, um, yeah, I, 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 no, I haven't even thought about it. I feel like that's <clears throat> probably the, you know, the one where I had the most sort of comedic heavy lifting to do, <laughs> as a, you know, as opposed to sort of the setup man, the straight man. Yeah. Um, and so it's, uh, so I might send that one off, I guess, if, you know, send it off. Like I have a <laughs> video cassette, but, you know, <laughs> but yeah. Get but your was, VCR ready. Yeah. Get your <laughs> tape decks ready, everybody. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. No, that was a good one for sure. And also uh, the season finale was a great one for, for you. Uh, I mean, in that, uh, Chidi makes this valiant sacrifice. He, he erases his memory so that the experiment can continue. But when he does that, he erases his entire relationship with Eleanor. Yeah. And, you know, it took them a long time to get together and now they're split up again. But um, do you think, is there something essential between them that can sort of survive a billion reboots? I think so, because I think that it's like, it's, it's more of like, it, it's the probability that it can happen um, that is, you know, the sort of the most significant um aspect of the of of their romance is that in some in some reboots it doesn't happen so in some re- reboots it's just they're just friends in most yeah. reboots they're just friends but every now and again 
and you know, it, and, and more more than just once. It's not a fluke. Obviously, there's something there <laughs> that sort of keeps bringing them back, you yeah. know, cosmically or energetically or whatever. That um, that every now and again, this the the conditions are favorable, <laughs> and they you know make a you know they they make a real connection. Yeah. Um, so I, I do think that there is. I almost like want to look at it as like sort of like a weird sort of multiversey thing where like there is a timeline that is continuing with these other things happening and yeah you know they 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 are together in some you know in some of these sort of alternate timelines that we've been in. Oh, that's reassuring. Yeah, <laughs> um, and it, I thought it was funny that after he hit sort of rock bottom with the the marshmallow peeps chili. Uh, he was sort of like more chilled out after that. And they, and then when they declared their love too, that sort of gave him a, an assurance. So, you know, by the end, he was the one comforting Eleanor yeah. instead of being the one that's nervous all the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I think there's something about like, you know, hitting, hitting rock bottom that makes certain things clear. Mm -hmm. And I think that, you know, a, a character like Chidi is probably just never really open to the prospect of loving someone really and completely just because there's just so much going on in his head that he can never really just be present, you know? Yeah. And I think that when all you have is the present, you know, as far <laughs> as we know, it, your eyes really open up, you know? Yeah. And, uh, and I think that's, yeah, it's like, it, it's like, what, what's the, what's the point of like tying yourself in knots if, <laughs> this if the if the outcome is going to be the same yeah you know? so um i do but i yeah I, I do think that like you know i do think that yeah i think that they're the eleanor and, and chidi in this you know they they i think they can survive like a million different reboots <laughs> and i think that they can um and i think that they will you know no, I'm gonna leave that there because I don't want to say anything else. I'm like, no, I don't want to say anything dot, else. Dot, dot. Yeah. <laughs> Um, well, it's great to see the cast uh, camaraderie that you guys have. You obviously have a great chemistry um, as the ensemble. Um, do you ever get used to acting alongside a legend like Ted Danson every day, though? No, <laughs> no. Um, because it, here's the thing is like when it starts to feel normal, it starts to feel weird that that feels normal. So, <laughs> yeah. you know, you're just sort of like, uh, yeah, you never really totally like just it doesn't ever become old hat, you know. <laughs> Were you a Cheers fan? Did you grow up watching yeah. him? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's like but he's also just such a a, a sweet guy that you sort of. I mean, you don't forget it's Ted Danson, but you <laughs> kind of forget that it's Ted Danson. He's just this your 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 scene partner who's like really lovely and open and funny and spontaneous and yeah. present, you know. And and you're just like, oh yeah, that's just you know, that's just that's just my scene partner. That's just <laughs> Ted, my scene partner. You know? And then you think about it, and then it gets weird again. Yeah. <laughs> and now I did see some video where you taught him how to floss. Um, yeah. Is he a good dance student? How was he? Oh, he's 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 great. He's a great dance student. He's incredibly. <laughs> he picked it up. Eager. Yeah, you know, um, like he because uh, he did it on the show, right? He did it on the show, and he the thing is he um, he kept wanting to speed it up. Yeah, like 
way before it was time. He's like, I don't have it, I don't have it. But then he'd like start doing it really, really fast and with more of a thrusting motion, you know? And so it was like, like Ted just like, no, 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 just like, let's just go one, two, three, one, two, three. And, um, but yeah, he, but he eventually picked it up, you know? And he, I, I mean, we had some time off and he kind of got to the finish line on his own. I didn't like coach him all the way there. He took it up on his own. Oh, yeah. That's good. Responsible guy. <laughs> uh, anything at all you can say about season four? Have you started shooting already? Or? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I know, you know, I know spoilers are tight, but um, I mean, we know Chidi is completely starting from scratch, but does he get a complete personality reset or does even like a hint of all that ethical progress that he makes sort of carry over for him? Well, you know, it's like, I think as per uh, last season, it's, right like we're reset all the way to the moment i guess before meeting simone i think which is like i think that's that, that's where we landed mm-hmm. but um you know i think that the circumstances are 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 very different uh because you know Find a way to do this without doing anything. Um, you know, I, I guess because there is uh, there is a journey that the rest of the Soul Squad, you know, or Team Cockroaches is on. Yeah. That going into the season, you know, Cheaty is not on. You know, because it's the rules got to be different, and you know, there's you know, like Eleanor is posing as the architect. You know, it's like we have a lot of different. Uh, sort of energies at play. And so it's, you know, I, I think that, you know, there will be, I think there will be some, there will be an element to, of surprise to how, 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 how Chidi is uh, this, this year. Um, because it's, you know, because everyone's on different sides, you know, yeah. everyone's starting in very different places. So, um yeah, it's it. It'll be good to see like who he is without those. All we see are, are is is Chidi with the Soul Squad, you know. Yeah. And now we're gonna see Chidi without. And so, yeah, what does that mean, you know? And we're gonna see them without him. And see them without him. Yeah. Yeah, and he's always been sort of their ethical guide yeah. throughout it. So they have to be different too. Yeah. Okay. So. Okay. That was something. That wasn't nothing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wonder if it was too much something. No, that's what I'm worried about. Edit it out. Yeah. <laughs> is it tough to keep the show's secrets to yourself? Uh, or is everything kind of kept under a tight lock there? Uh, yeah. I mean, we, it, yes, it is. Because <laughs> I mean, like, honestly, all we want to do is talk about like what's the, all this cool thing that we did. And it's really, you know, like, oh, you can't, I can't wait for y'all to see it. But, um, you know, it, it's also sort of the reward of there not being any sort of, uh, like, no spoilers out there. So when something really random happens, seeing people's reactions is just mm. so great, you yeah. know? And um, and so I, it, it, and so for that, it's like, it's really easy. It's like, you know, if I, if I, if I say anything, if I tell you anything, it's just, you know, you just ruin it for yourself, you know? It's yeah. like, it's, and so it's... Um, so it's really easy to to sort of keep it as like it, keep it a secret. It's yeah, that's 
it, what I spill will be will pale in comparison <laughs> to what is experienced. <laughs> so that's a good promise. I like that. Yeah. Well, uh, so this is an Emmys theme podcast. So I want to ask you, what are your favorite TV shows right now and favorite performances that you'd like to see get um, honored? Wow. Okay. Well, um, I'm a huge fan of Barry right yeah, now. Yeah, nice. Um, That's great. Darcy I, Carden, right? Darcy Carden. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I mean, I, I think that I, I think that show is absolutely brilliant. I think it's it's hilarious and dark mm -hmm. and and weird and also just wildly unexpected. Um, yeah. So I, I, I love that. Um, yeah, I was a little unsure about a season two of that, but I feel like it's been almost even better. Oh, yeah. Season two. Oh, yeah. I love it. I, lo I love season two. I mean, yeah. I've in my living room with just my girlfriend sitting next to me, I've stood up and applauded because <laughs> I'm that big of a nerd for that show. Um, you know, I. Um, yeah, I really think and I really I'm really like. I mean, everyone on that cast is, is in that cast is great, but I really love uh, uh, Stephen Root's work on that. Like, yeah, just all the time. I, yeah. I just think he's, <laughs> and I think it, Anthony Kerrigan also, you know, yeah. great Sarah Goldberg. I mean, that whole cast is killer. <laughs> I mean, but you know, I think that Stephen Root is like just sort of, uh, yeah, I, I I really find him just incredibly watchable. Um, and then um, there's a show Pin Fifteen actually. Yeah, that, on Hulu. Mm -hmm. God, it is the it is like one of the funniest things I think I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, I wasn't sure about like adults playing thirteen year olds next to thirteen year olds, yeah. but they make it work. It's yeah, they're so good. I mean, it's I've I've never laughed as hard at anything as I did at that show. So, um, yeah, so I'm I'm really hoping for you know. I would love for them to get some some recognition because I just think yeah. this is so so great. Yeah, it's their first year. I mean, Barry got a couple Emmys last year. But yeah, it'd be nice for Pen Fifteen to get in there. Yeah, so that'd be great. Yeah. All right. Thanks a lot for your time, Will. Hey. I appreciate it. Thanks, man. Thanks. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha! In my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.